Genre. to The Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review and discuss every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I'm Nick Jimenez. And I'm Scott Corelli. And today on the show we'll be discussing Oxygen, the fifth episode of series 10. And uh, yes. continuing the series, uh, I know we talked about it a little before, but continuing the series of um, 12th Doctor episodes that sound like they could also be the name of Cure songs. Yeah, yeah, it's true, true, and we got one more of those. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so so oxygen, uh, written by Jamie Matheson, directed by Charles Palmer. Uh, Jamie Matheson is a guy who's been writing mm-hmm. for the show for a couple seasons now. Um, previously, he has written Mummy on the Orient Express, Flatline, and uh, The Girl Who Died. Uh, so quite a quite a solid track record. If I'm not mistaken, all three of us are somewhat uh, going against the river, in no pun intended, and saying that I, th- I think all three of us really like Mummy on the Orient Express. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And I and I loved Flatline. So um, yeah, Flatline was good too. Yeah, yeah, With yeah. Start starring everyone's favorite monsters, the Boneless. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the Boneless. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and and not Moses. Right. What was that uh, guy's name? What was that guy's name? He showed up again. It was like Eggsy or like Yeah. It's something like that. I don't know. Anyway, um, so Jamie Matheson, uh, he wrote this one and um I don't know. Well I have a lot of thoughts about uh oxygen. Um before we get to it though, I do have a little bit of news. Uh hmm. which is that uh the big finish, if you guys remember last year, they did uh, a series, a season of David Tennant and um, uh, 10th Doctor and Donna Noble. They did yes. a, they did a season. Well, uh, they just announced uh, season two of the David Tennant uh, Doctor Who stuff that they're doing. And uh, it is David Tennant and Billy Piper back together again, doing Whoa. another season with uh yeah with rose rose tyler um and not only rose but also jackie hey good yeah um so okay so this is my 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 nerd brain and like i'm i'm sure they haven't already like just revealed this but uh so i know everyone's gut i mean like the the gut instinct would be to say that this is just like forgotten in between adventures of Rose Tyler and 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 ten, mm-hmm. but how cool would it be if it was like a Mike Lee style drama set between Jackie Rose and that weird clone that ten made of himself, and it's just <laughs> them trying oh. to like make a go at domestic life together. <laughs> I I'd be way more into that 
uh, I think. Because uh, as you know, uh, as as uh, listeners of this show know, I am not the biggest fan of of David Tennant, uh, of of the Tenth Doctor and and Billy Piper together. Mm-hmm. Um, Rose perhaps, and Ten are not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Perhaps yeah. age will have uh, made their their chemistry more comfortable and less like new couple-y, you know? Yeah, possibly. Billy possibly. Piper is just such a terrific actress that I'm. She like, is, I'm, and way better than she even was when she was on the show. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and and like yeah, when I say that, I'm not even really talking about Rose Tyler, but like all the stuff that she's done like since then is is insane. Hmm. Not that I mean, you know, we we talk all the time about little moments with where like, oh wow, she's really good as Rose Tyler, but like, yeah. Anyway, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I don't know why I'm being so defensive about my Billy Piper. Uh, <laughs> Interesting, fandom. you call her your Billy Piper. My Billy Piper fandom, like my relationship oh. with Billy Piper's. Oh, career. I see. Um, well, uh, yeah, so that's that's exciting. And um, I think it'll be interesting if uh, we ever get to a point where we get to do a Matt Smith season. I mean, I would love a Christopher Eccleston season. I think that would be incredible, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah, he's just so clearly over at. Um did so did you did either of you ever listen to any of the the David Tennant uh Donna Noble adventures? No. No, I haven't yet. No. No. We're I was I was saving them for this show. Me too. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like it that makes sense. I mean, like I knew I was doing that because I just haven't heard any of them. I didn't know if because you guys were already so familiar with them, you were like just, you know, keeping up with them is normal. Eh, no. I've got enough good things to, to listen to. I can't uh, add yeah. to it. So, well, good. We will all experience them for the first time someday. Yeah, absolutely. Together. Uh, so let's uh, let's talk about oxygen. Um, yes. I I I am really curious to hear what you guys all uh, think of this. Um, but personally, I think this is the strongest episode of the season so far. Um. I it's not often that Doctor Who dips its toe into like hard science fiction. Mm-hmm. Uh and when it does, you get some mixed results, I think, often. Um but I think this is uh one of the one of the times where uh it has done it and done it well. Um I really loved what it said about like, you know, capitalism and corporate corporate i was gonna say corporate america nope um <laughs> but capitalism yeah. and and in general uh, yeah yeah and corporate interests and things like that um uh, how they view employees and i think that it also has a lot to do with um a lot of things that millennials are dealing with about how they don't feel uh you know like they're worth worth anything to their uh companies that they're working for yeah. and things like that so like there's a lot going on in here that i really like it feels like a twilight zone episode and i was really into it what did you guys think cass um cass, i <laughs> i really liked it too um i i'm really into social justice doctor uh-huh. Um, like I like how we go from like punching racists in the face to like defending like renters' rights and like tearing down capitalism. Like I'm really, really into that. Um I of course like when we watched the trailer last week, I wasn't really 
sold on the whole um, space zombies thing, but I think that they used it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that the the twist, like the... I guess the the solution to the problem at the end of the episode was done well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I've never been... Like, I knew that he was going to get out of it, but I didn't know how. And I like when Doctor Who surprises me like that. Um, and I feel like they did a really good job with that here, too. It, it Yeah, it's... It kind of, you know, I, I've never read it, but I've, uh, I remember reading or researching about uh, this arc of Green Lantern, Green Arrow comics in the 70s, I want to say, where they went on this, like, almost kind of just road trip across America, and the Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, represented the kind of uh, American, like, capitalism is ultimately for good, the country is, you know, America's in the right mindset. And Green Arrow, Oliver Queen, was this more radical, uh, liberal guy that's kept was enlightening Green Lantern about like the parts of America that he's he's forgotten. And, and I remember reading about it being a very kind of like um, interesting thing for a comic book to do. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what this era of this specifically yeah this season of doctor who is reminding me of where it's the show kind of never the show dips its toes into social commentary but doctor who seems to be doing so in such a deliberate way this season and scott and i were just having a little mini conversation off camera about how off camera off mic where uh <laughs> the world being as as it is without even getting one side or the other but just the world as it is you know we're in a very tumultuous period in human history and to not comment on it even in a metaphorical science fiction way would feel dishonest mm-hmm. it wouldn't feel like this show was talking to us anymore and it absolutely does this season and it's like kind of cool the way it's like oh right like those those kids that grew up watching Tenet and, and Rose and, and maybe even Eccleston, like they're adults now. Some of them are married and have kids and they're seeing really an ugly side of the world that's like in some cases are are, are quite literally threatening their the quality of their life. Mm-hmm. And seeing that up seeing that played out in a in a in a you know drippy pipe horror sci fi context was really cool. Mm-hmm. And not not moon abortion heavy handed at all. <laughs> and it, 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 it's crazy to me how just that one episode they it seems and, and I know these are each written by a different person, but it's crazy how much the room seemed seemed to learn from that episode. Kill the moon. Mm-hmm. Well, there isn't a room. It's because well, yeah, they, I know, but like yeah. the the proverbial room, it's crazy. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that uh, taking the extra amount of time that they took to make this season, uh, I think, really helped. Yeah, a lot. yeah. Because um, even even last week, which we didn't we didn't like last week's episode, really. Uh, sure. But I mean, I think like overall. I mean, there's always episodes that you don't really care for in every season of Doctor Who because not every episode is made for 
you as a specific viewer. Yeah, it's the beauty of the show is that it's right. so it's it's so flexible and rubber. Right, right. So um, I just I I think this is really this was really really excellent. Uh, I I loved. Um, I just I I loved the. I mean, I I feel like we've seen space zombies on this show before. Uh, lots of times. You're one. But, we one hundred percent have. Yeah, but I. I like the vibe of these. Like this episode really did feel like an old school Doctor Who episode because like mm -hmm. a lot of the other ones, um, you know, when we're talking about uh, like the previous one, it, it's it was it was a little too moody to feel like classic Who. Like the the twist, I guess, sort of did, but there it was um, a little too simplistic to feel mm -hmm. like classic Who. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the two before that um, had like classic who uh, uh, elements element. Yeah. Elements. But like ultimately it still felt like uh new who this one just felt like classic who like I could I could remake this episode with no budget and make it look like a classic <laughs> who episode and really and really lose almost nothing. Um, story wise, I would love to see a black and white version of this episode specifically. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, but I, I just think that, uh, I, I think that the way, just like the way that the little, the space zombies would like walk up to controls and like yeah. push buttons and well, stuff, just, yeah. but, but the actors were like still trying to act like zombies, but also push buttons. Like, yeah, that's it, it, such it, a classic who thing. To it do. being the suits was, I mean, like just the way the suits were moving against the corpses. Yeah. It was like just so creepy visually and like hats off to all of the, the day players and, and extras and, Pearl Mackey's kind of for, for for really selling that effect and like like just I, I I love that I love it when just like the moving the body a certain way or positioning it you're able to create this like whole character mm -hmm. right I guess my one question that I do have is like why are there people there in general if the suits can do everything on its on their own I guess because you still need that Good. Like, would the suits, I don't know, like, theoretically, if something broke outside the ship, could the suit, like, go outside by itself and, like, f like understand what it needed to do to fix what was broken outside? I don't uh, think so. They seemed, like, not, they seemed, like, not all the way, a t it still looked like they still needed a, a driver, so to speak. Hmm. To a certain point, and then they could just yeah. kill them. And yeah, because wasn't the company making money off of them too? Because they were sell like you're, you can't sell oxygen to something that doesn't breathe, right? So I think it's they like make the suits automated enough, but I think they still need like the the bodies in there to yeah. to um. Yeah. do because they talk about how the suits can do like basic problem solving but i don't know if it like mm -hmm. knows how to it'd be like you know an iphone shit. yeah like an iphone can have all the knowledge in the world inside of it but if no one's there to just unlock it right mm -hmm. like it's gonna sit there right yeah i uh but yeah I, just overall i i i think this was a really 
great episode and um not only was it was it great but there's also an element of that sort of selfless doctor that we haven't seen much of um in a while like mm-hmm. you know like the doctor's always a hero but he's never the guy that you know in the in the greatest episode of doctor who of all time uh not the guy who sacrifices himself for a brand new companion um <laughs> you know we we've somebody he just met like that's we don't see a lot of that and the only other time that i think we've seen that doctor um he kind of threw a fit about it before he did it um yeah and and so the fact that we're with a doctor now who sacrifices himself to save his companion and then like permanently loses his eyesight is really cool. And I love it as a way to bring back the sunglasses as an element of his character, but also like have a reason for them being there, which I'm into. (laughs) Yeah. Just the blind doctor is just such a, Mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful simple image that I'm like, I'm shocked that it's never been done before when it happened. I was like, Oh wow. Like Mm -hmm. I can't believe no one's had that, that idea before, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really like it. And I, I'm kind of hoping that he stays blind until he regenerates. Cause I think, I think that would be really cool. Well, it, it, the, 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 the thing about the, the eye thing is, it in the context of the episode, it's you know it's it's like super heartwarming and it it's such a great it leads to such a great little moment between the doctor and Bill, and like it almost feels like if they don't hold on to it or commit to it for the rest of the season, it's like it's like it's like there's a there's a balance you know, mm-hmm. like because you because the episode gave us that because I'm I can't see it's like okay well you have you better commit to that because that is a that is a bold-faced ending you know mm-hmm. so I I hope I hope I hope it's yeah and going back to the the idea of a selfless doctor I mean I remember you I remember all three of us used to like pine for that era of the show back when it was the Matt Smith era mm-hmm. that was a very yeah. um you know, Eleven was kind of a uh, self-centered, more of a self-centered doctor than we're used to seeing. Right. Yeah, I I, I just think that this was um, just really good. And I'm I'm uh, I, I, I'm impressed with uh, with Jamie Matheson. I think he keeps getting better. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm excited to see if he continues working with the show uh, past Moffat. Um, but I so. uh, yeah, I, I do too. I think I think he when you look at like the episodes that he's done, they're really solid, mm-hmm. really solid episodes. Like they're not the kind of episodes that are just like knocks out of the park, but they're like really solid doubles. Yeah. And I would rather have solid doubles than fouls like knock knock. Um, <laughs> So, 
I'm I, I'm into it, and uh, and and I think next week um, begins the the three part episode, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and I'm that really excited. It's so weird that you mentioned uh, that you mentioned these being like doubles and not. I've been feeling the same way, in that I feel like almost every episode, in my opinion, even knock knock, is a run. Like congr- like congrats, like you made you made it past third, you made it all the way home, but. It would be really cool for this third parter to see just just a home run or like a grand slam. Yeah. Mm. Just something really like uh like like listen or death in heaven level. And it being a three parter in this version of the show sounds like it could potentially be really, really cool. Is mm-hmm. it um, really meaty? Is it all written by Moffat or is it three different people? Uh, part one is written by Moffat. Part two is co-written by Moffat with Peter Harness. And part three is written by Toby Whithouse. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time we had a Toby Whithouse episode? Season six? No. He wrote he wrote a Capaldi, didn't he? I don't Love think so. Up. No? I'm isn't looking the, it up. Isn't the last one he wrote right um, the Western one? Yeah, no, he wrote Under the Lake Before the Flood. Under the Lake. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, I, that's right. I made myself forget those. Yeah, which was a big, <laughs> which was a big old womp womp. Um, well, wow, you know, it's so crazy. I remember loving Toby Whithouse, but I did not enjoy Before the Flood or Under the Lake. Mm-hmm. And I also really didn't like A Town Called Mercy. But I did. I loved a town called. Mercy. I like that one too. I just yeah. remember it being. I, I don't know. I don't remember. I couldn't even tell you why. But uh, so I'm excited because I. I mean, the God Complex is still, and I really like the vampires in Venice. I'm just looking through all mm-hmm. of his episodes. But yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, in three weeks when we get to it. Um, but uh, I I I'm I'm excited to see what this uh what this three-parter is. I liked the the preview was kept very mysterious. Um yeah. which which was kind of cool. Like I have no idea what it what it's about other than he's going to Missy for help. Um mm-hmm. for some something uh which uh is I don't know. I'm I'm interested. But yeah, I mean Oxygen, I just think that this was I really think this was phenomenal and um I uh, I think this was like I see I think this was the first run we've gotten I think I think the other I I mean I think I really think uh, knock knock was a swing and a miss, um but I think the first three were all were all doubles, um so yeah I do think we're overdue for a knockout of the park, because even the even the Christmas special I wouldn't call it like a knockout of the park like it was kind of a double too, yeah. Doctor Mysterio. Yeah, um, it, was, it was just so it was just so light and fun. Yeah, yeah, it was like really solid episode, and that's pretty much all we've had are just like really solid episodes. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think we're we're overdue for something special. What did you think of um, Nardal in this episode, Scott? Oh, right, we went full Nardal. <laughs> um. Was, I mean, he was mostly fine. I think. I, I mean, I don't it, it, remember it's him diffi- getting too obnoxiously 
uh, obnoxiously nervous or anything. It was mostly just about how annoyed he was that the that the doctor wasn't going home. And I did really like him scolding the doctor in that last scene. Mm-hmm. I think that was really good. Um, I just I want to know where this is coming from and why, yeah. I guess. Like what 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 is this? Like why 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 does he get to talk to the doctor like this? Like why does he like where is their relationship coming from? Like I just I want um all of this information. Yeah. Well, they've been um so they've far. been together for potentially hundreds of years, right? Uh I don't know. I Didn't don't know. Did, cuz like because he was flying the TARDIS in Mysterio. Right. That's true. So I, I think, I'm I think sure. it, to me, to me, that scene read is just like, you know, McCoy talking to Kirk, like uh-huh. just a, a commonality forged through shared experience. You know, like you could just tell Nardle this whole episode who, which, by the way, is a pretty difficult, like ill fitting. I just I, I don't know, hats off to Matt Lucas for making like a stick in the mud that doesn't want to go on an adventure in an adventure show not like super like I, I feel like this character could have been a lot more unlikable and annoying than yeah. than, mm-hmm. than it is so like it, it could have been like stop going on an adventure da, 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 da. but for some reason and i guess it's a credit to both matt lucas and capaldi as as an as a as a co-actor that it the nardle's worry and concern always felt like it was coming from a real place like this this is clearly a very important task yeah that the doctor maybe in retrospect is kind of being reckless and we don't we get the sense that he is kind of starting to get wanderlust i mean we see him uh rhapsodize about the horrors of space travel to his mm-hmm. uh to his college class and you can see like the fire in his eyes mm-hmm. right um yeah i mean i i i uh like he's 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 fine in this um i think they're Giving him a third dimension to his character that wasn't there before. And so yeah. he's growing on me. Um, That's good. Yeah. So I did. I liked the hugs. That was nice. <laughs> the three-way hugs. That was good. Mm-hmm. I quite enjoyed that. Oh, man. Bill Bill asking the doctor to tell her a joke was like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So dis- and, I, and so just dis- And I was also like, oh, man, what if that comes back when she like quote leaves you know mm-hmm. however that happens yeah i don't know <sighs> it'd be a great thing to come back to um so okay so our next episode is uh extremists or extremists or however they end up pronouncing in the episode <laughs> if 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 doctor who has taught me anything uh it's that sometimes war titles are not what they seem like kinda mm. um <laughs> so uh i don't know um, but, uh, Stephen Moffat penned episode next, uh, the follow-up to this. Now here's the thing, you know, uh, pyramid at the end of the world, part two of this, this trilogy of episodes, um, Peter Harness, uh, previously he has worked on two other stories. The first one was, uh, your favorite and mine kill the moon, mm-hmm. um, <sighs> which, yeah, which isn't, isn't great, but. Uh, when he worked with Moffat, he wrote the Zygon two-parter from last season. Oh. oh, that's true. And and this he's co-writing with Moffat. So fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. 
So. Do we, uh, do we like, do, uh, is this supposed to, so the end of this three parter will probably be when the big reveal about the vault occurs, right? Isn't that what we kind of talked about last week? Well, no, because this three parter is the master team up. So, oh, uh, so probably like at the start of this episode uh, next week or or at the end of next week, like we'll get like a Missy episode and then we'll mm-hmm. get like two episodes with Missy and the mm-hmm. master. I hope so. I um I have, I have to I have to confess I didn't I didn't read the article, but I was scrolling through like just my news feed this morning and I saw something about Michelle Gomez is officially like leaving the show after this season. That makes sense to me because she's such a Moffat character. I can't see anyone else writing her. Mm. And such a 12 character, to be honest. Yeah, to a certain extent. Sure. Um, But I I do hate the thing that's like, who do you think the next master should be? It's like, I don't know. I don't even know who the next doctor is. Calm down. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That just feels like the patented, please, God, someone comment on this like thing you put at the end of an article. Totally. Um, but yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next episode. I'm looking forward to a big, like, uh, you know, crazy three part story. I mean, yeah. I mean, the last time we've had a three part story, it was a master story. So here we are again. Here we are again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, any any final thoughts on uh, on ox- oxygen and everything before we wrap it up? Uh, Blue guy was fun. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I did really like that exchange where he was like, "Oh good, we saved a racist," and she's <laughs> like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill just meeting new people is always a real highlight of every episode. Yeah, bless her heart; she'd never seen an alien before. Hmm. Her first alien. Has she not? She's not Daleks. Mm, that's not. They, she didn't know that they were an alien, though. She probably just thought they were robots. That's true. You wouldn't know. Because they do look robots. like. Yeah, they do look like fat, stupid robots. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um. All right. Well, uh, that's uh, that's that. So if you guys uh, want to email us. Oh, by the way, we did get an email this week. Um, this comes from, uh, our friend Lewis from Australia, I believe. Um, is that right? No, not, not, no, I'm sorry. He's from the UK. Um, I was thinking of an email that we got for back to the future. Well, Um, once upon a time, those two things (laughs) were the same thing. I'm sure he appreciates that. Um, uh, so, uh, Lewis from the UK, he said that while uh, he's not sure about uh, Russian immigration, there has been an increase in Eastern European immigration, especially in London. Mm. Okay. And he said, don't worry. Don't worry, guys. I voted no on Brexit. Oh, well, that's awesome. What a great. Good job. Yeah. I, li- I love that. <laughs> I, it, I, from this show, it's, a, it's always cool to hear, like, you know, signals coming back through the void. So <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, so that, uh, he, he wanted to have some clarification on our immigration, learning more about the world. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, so if you guys want to send us emails, you can do that contact at, uh, the doctors And, uh, we're also, we have a Facebook group now. So if you're on Facebook, go check that out. Um, we have some people posting, but it's, uh, 
it's 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 kind of an echo chamber at the moment because we don't have a lot of people in there yet. Um, so if you're on Facebook and you want to talk about Doctor Who throughout the week, uh, go go find our uh, Doctor Who or the Doctor Doctor's Companion listening listener group uh, on Facebook and uh, check out all of our other podcasts doing genre. Uh, and, uh, you know, we will, uh, we'll be back next week. Um, and if you haven't checked out, if you're not a Patreon member and you want to hear our class reviews, we're still doing them on our Patreon. So go to duelinggenre.com slash support, become a Patreon member and uh, gain access to our class reviews, uh, which we're going to go do right now. Um, but you're not going to hear it unless you're a Patreon member. So there you go. Uh, and we'll be back next week with another episode. Bye everybody. Bye. Have a week. Oh,